Now, like if you were in a band, imagine if you were one of these artists performing, what would you do? Like what would you post? Like what picture would you use? Grab a pen. This is a long podcast, but we're going to go through everything you need to know to promote your show properly to get people there. If you've got a show coming up, these are the tips we're going to go through. Making great creative material, distribution of that creative, hashtag searching, getting an influencer's attention. Of course, that can be kind of a task. Consistency and branding across all platforms. Color theory, framing your conversations in a way where people are not going to feel like you're selling to them. Swipe up function replacement for Instagram because, of course, that's a readily available uh, feature through in, through uh, Snapchat, but not quite the case on Instagram. So how do we get around that? And then, of course, guerrilla marketing, passing out flyers and stuff. And if you listen all the way to the end, you're going to hear our formula for passing event invitations through Instagram stories and Snapchat in a way where people are really going to actually want to show up to the show. Take a listen, guys. The whole goal is uh, to come up with some ideas for artists who are uh, going to be promoting their own shows. We have a South by Southwest lineup coming up here. Really excited. Uh, it's going to be on March 7th uh, here on 6th Street. And I have two marketing moguls here with me. Andrew Foley. Say what up. What's up? <laughs> and and, and uh, Adam Sewell. I always pronounce that last name wrong. You got it right well. this time. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Uh, the owner of Transpose Vapes. He's uh, grown quite a bit on his Instagram following. Nearly 10K followers now. Yeah. What do you got right now? Nine, six? 9.5K. <laughs> so uh, goal here is to kind of just pick their brains a little bit and see if you guys could put your, yourselves in the shoes of an artist who's about to perform during the South By lineup. If we can come up with some of the cool ideas that artists could use later for promoting on specifically Facebook, Instagram and maybe a little Snapchat. Now we know a lot of, I, tell me if I'm wrong, because Andrew, you use Snapchat all the time for recording. I mean, uh, for not for recording, but like promoting shows that are come up and coming, right? Yeah. And most of your fan base is like below eight, or below 21, 18 to 21, right? Um, it used to be like maybe a year ago. But I've grown it a lot to be mostly 21. I'd say, I was looking at my demographics the other day and it said it was like, uh, I think it said it was like 68% uh, over 21. So I think that's pretty good compared to like, you know, 35 like it was like a year ago. So I'm trying to grow more of an older following, you know, so. Makes it's, sense. It's, a, it's in progress. Okay, yeah, as <laughs> but, you're getting away from the college life and all that stuff, okay. Yeah. So over half of your following on Snapchat specifically is above 21 years old. That's interesting, yeah. okay. See, that's, the reason I ask is because this show is 21 and up. And so yeah. what I'm trying to do is figure out if I'm, a, if I'm in a band or if I'm a DJ or if I'm a rapper and I'm trying to get my, my show, either like a ticket link out there or just like get general awareness out for a show that's coming up, like to people who can actually show up, is Snapchat gonna be a good way to get that out there? Yeah, Snapchat's uh, very personal. So you can kind of message people and instead of it like marketing, trying to market to someone as like you're trying to sell something to them, you're more just being like their friend inviting them. So that has a lot more feedback, especially if you kind of build relationships with people just over Snapchat. So I, I feel like it's a lot more personal um, and I feel like that helps a lot to connect with people, which in turn allows them to come to your events more and more, you know? Yeah, I think 
Adam, curious what you think about this. Like, post just constantly, Facebook and Instagram, I feel like, are just constantly blasting people with event invitations. And it doesn't feel like you're personally getting invited. It's almost like you feel like you're getting spammed. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like you're getting spammed. Yeah, it feels like you're getting botted out. And like, with Snapchat, one thing I love about it is, and I don't want to put you in a corner like you don't use Snapchat too. You use it all the time. That's just his main function. Um, But you guys have a dual set with like, using Instagram quite a bit too. But my point being, I think Snapchat comes with the feeling of getting texted directly almost in a lot of ways. Um, especially if someone wants to holler back at you with a request, a show opportunity, or a, you know, some sort of promotion that you put out, generally speaking, on like your story, and then someone replies to you as a question, you can, it feels like they're getting texted responses from the person who they're trying yeah. to link up with. Exactly. Uh, some tips I'd offer for Snapchat, honestly. Yeah, dive in, man. Um, if you want to get more, more of a following, is find other people who do stuff like what you do, who have a similar following or bigger following you and network with them you know you offer things that you can provide for them in terms of like their social media game or what they can benefit and you know do like cross promotion that really works or uh, you can also do like incentives let's say you're doing an event you're like all right y'all post my flyer you get your friends to add me I'll give you you know a free ticket or I'll get you this or get you that you know give incentives people to kind of promote you the point being though that you're giving them something in return for doing something for you you're not just exactly. asking for them and you don't have to spend money to promote yourself you just kind of right. network with people so so I want to stop this right there because what I want to dive into is really like specifically for this show we have a 14 hour lineup coming up that's over 14 artists that are performing some of these are 30 minute sets some of them are um, there's actually a few hip-hop artists that are only performing for 15 minutes each. We have a lot of artists that are going to be on stage, and I want, it, I want them to be able to listen to this, hopefully grab something from it they can use for this show, and then for people who listen to this, maybe after the South By lineup, um, they can go, okay, well, it's not the same hashtags that they talked about, but hey, you know, we kind of know what to do. Yeah. So, Adam, I don't know if you want to chime in. You have a specific tool that you mentioned in a previous podcast we did. Uh, Tagomatic, mm-hmm. and I ran through it. I don't know if you can pull out your phone maybe and help us out because um, I ran through it uh, just last night, and I was trying to figure out the best hashtags to use using Tagomatic for a South by lineup, and it wasn't helping at all. Really, um, it it may be dry right now. Maybe like this. Maybe just people aren't really promoting very well. Maybe that's it, right? Because I know what it does is like based on what you told me last time, it pretty much pull that that app like pulls. If you type in, let's say, South by Southwest. S- 2019, S- you would do yeah. like S- It'll S- give you a- SW19, and it'll right. be relative for that exact day. That and the ones that pop down below that are what they say are the highest performing, most active hashtags Relative currently. to that specific keyword that you put in. Right, and it came up with like all these weird ones that didn't match our lineup at all. Maybe that's what it was, is that the most highly, um, the, high tra- the most high traffic, um, relevant hashtags to SXSW2019 just didn't fit our lineup, like the artists that we have. Maybe that's what it was. Um, do you have your, your phone here, dude? Somewhere around here? Maybe try to find it real quick. We'll, we'll jump back to you in a second. Um, but here's the deal. So we have a daytime uh, lineup, right? That's gonna be bands, like full-on bands where you have like guitars and drums and singers and all this different stuff, right? Hey Adam, we just found your phone, but... Um, and then 
after that for like four or five hours, then it goes into hip hop for like two or three hours. And then from there, uh, it rolls into the, you know, clubby, you know, club DJ, EDM stuff for the rest of the night. And so what we have is like three different types of musicians all promoting the same gig. This is a little bit of a different kind of a show, right? But I think if we do it right, we could really get the, uh, you know, promote this show to a lot of different types of people. And I'm just trying to figure out, based on your guys' recommendations, how would we do that? Can you talk to the listeners through like what you just did? Yeah, so pretty much what I searched was uh, SXSW19. And uh, the top five results were SXSW, uh, all caps, SXSW, lower caps, and that matters, you know? Yeah. These like small little minor adjustments, like all caps and lower caps, actually so, matter. But I tested it though on Which Instagram, I, and tell me if I'm wrong, Okay. but I thought that if you type in cap capitals versus non-capital, I don't think it's case sensitive on Instagram. I think it is. Is it? Because we use them all. And then another result was rep your city. Hashtag ATX, hashtag music. Okay. Hashtag so, the mix syndicate. So that is someone who put their hashtag way up there by promoting it three months prior to this event, you know? Okay. So so give us some background. So there's an app separate from Instagram and Facebook. It's called Tagomatic. It's a free app. You can download it uh, on the app store. And uh, again, you just you type in the hashtag that is like most obvious. And then it'll give you recommendations of which ones are close to it that'll also give you the results you want and get it get your post in front of the people you want to get it in front of. So um, so I find this really interesting, Tim. Uh, this is kind of in relation to your event. It actually says hashtag hip hop. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's we know, cool. We know last year hip hop was king in South by Oh South my way. God, it was honestly, you know, we have hip hop in this lineup. So like, I love it, you know, but Oh, geez, last year was intense. Another really cool thing that I see here is hashtag art, hashtag DJ, and hashtag explore. I feel like South by Southwest really is about the idea of exploring new artists that are unrecognized, that have never been heard. It's like a platform for them to actually become something in the music business or in the art business, you know? I agree. So yeah, I mean, it it works pretty well. You just gotta, you gotta know what your first keyword is and then Obviously, like I talked about in the previous, you know, podcast, you have to make it relative for the posts that you're actually, yeah. the picture of the video. You can't just say like, hashtag hip hop and it's a DJ performance. Yeah, so you, you bring up a good point. So there's two, there's two pieces to any marketing campaign, right? You have the creative, which is the actual picture, video, block of text, whatever that is that you're posting. And then aside from the creative, then you gotta worry about distribution and get it in front of the right people. So distribution comes in a couple different forms. You've got what platform are you putting it on? Uh, that pe- that creative, where are you putting it? So is it on Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat? Um, Twitter, maybe, whatever. And then when you put it on that platform, how are you gonna get it, get attention from people who aren't already in your network? Because you know if you've got 6,500 followers that all live locally, cool, you might not have to worry about these hashtags so much to get people to your show, but if we're talking, you know, you've got 600 followers on Facebook or Instagram, like some of these artists in the, in the lineup, like they're up and comers, that's why I put them on here. They need to get their, get you know, they need to get this out from people who don't follow them already. So we've got creative and, and distribution. I kind of want to touch on both. You're really good at making awesome creative. Adam, do you have any tips on like putting together a picture with text that's gonna really like 
catch someone's eye when they're scrolling through their feed, if assuming that they use the hashtags correctly? Yeah, so what we do is we, uh, we Google search the idea of uh, color psychology, and we literally pick colors that represent what kind of emotion we're trying to capture with that specific image or video. Uh, the reason why my company is teal is because teal represents like strength and trust and it's very interesting You know, it's just a simple Google search. I'm sure Andrew could you know Definitely chime in here because Andrew's very good at this too, especially on snapchat like we both work with both platforms But I feel like Andrew's king with snapchat yeah. even though like snapchat is behind the scenes And I feel like people get to know us without actually yeah. meeting us. It's really weird Like I was at a grocery store and someone came up and said oh dude you're from transpo snapchat thinking I was like one of the employees you know yeah. and that just shows you the power of like social media and how small Austin is and Andrew is really good at capturing the snapchat you know mm -hmm. he's good at monetizing it and you're really good at Instagram too so I would love yeah to I need to focus more on Instagram I'm, uh, I'm actually gonna be my friend Nick's gonna help me learn how to use a couple programs to mass follow people related to content you post but I can actually filter it to like look for people that live in Austin and I can actually filter to look at people in a certain age demographic so I can target which kind of people I want to follow and have follow me back that I can use for my events to sell tickets. And uh, <clears throat> I'm going to start, I want to get 10,000 followers by, by uh, September. That's the joy of being a rock star in a band. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I think it, needless to say, this is a long-term game. Like this doesn't happen overnight, getting tons of followers. But I think you can get immediate results if you put together a campaign that has a clear objective and you're, you're tactical about your actions online, like you can get new people who've never yeah. heard of you to actually show up to your show or at least like start looking at your feed and figure Just out what honestly, you're up to. But, but I want to dive into like specifically right now, like if you were in a band, imagine if you were one of these artists that's performing, what would you do? Like what would you post? Like what picture would you use? Like we have, we've been posting the flyer, well, so I'm going to do some background, so we have the flyer if, made. Yeah, if you're an artist, you want to have yourself a professional logo, Yeah. you know, PNG format, yep. you want to have... You need your logo, which yeah, a lot of these artists need... didn't have logos. By the yeah. way, if you're listening and you didn't have a logo and you're part of this lineup, I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kick your butt, I was a designer. Adam's going to kick your butt <laughs> and then you're going to pay him to make a logo because that was absurd how many logos we had you, to make for this you, you have to brand yourself on social media. Use the same name on every platform. Mine's Andrew Foley 1001. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, like everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so same handle is yeah, exactly. Same, same handles on everything. Have the same branding. You want to make sure all your graphics and everything are very visually appealing. Hire someone if you have to. Make it look, invest money in yourself if you want to. So you're anyone. getting into best practices, which is good advice and I appreciate it. But again, I want to talk about tomorrow. If you're an artist, what are you gonna do? Like, there, Wake the, up the show. Other got, the show sure. Let me give context. The show is nine days away. Okay, this is not the time for someone to necessarily start thinking they're gonna sell tickets for the show. Yeah. People into the show by like changing all their their. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Change so all their handles. Be the make same. sure you post everything. Invite all your friends. Personally, message all your friends. Call your parents. Call your grandmother. You know, get everyone there to support you. You know what? I think that's perfect. Okay, first of all, let me slow this down because I think you nailed on something super important. Text messages work, okay? Like, you can call your friends, you can text them, and your family, and I'm sorry, but if South by Southwest isn't one a show that's exciting enough for someone to show up for you, they're not a fan, right? But if, they, if you do have fans, they will show if they know about it. 
if you text them and ask them to come. So part of this is just making it a big deal and like showing that it is important to you. I mean, we're gonna have a film crew there, people are gonna be recording the fans. That's, that's, there's another thing you can say, like, hey, it would mean the world to me if you would come to my South by Southwest um, uh, unofficial show. We're gonna kick off the whole festival, and uh, I think that a big part of it, it's okay, dude, it's like, <laughs> um, it's uh, a big part of it is that you have to make it clear that this is a big deal, it's not just another gig. All I've seen so far is everybody posting a flyer along with like nine other flyers about their other upcoming shows throughout the spring. And uh, I'm honestly a little bit disappointed because I'll tell you, when my band um, sold out, we actually sold out a show in Colorado uh, for an EP release party and had a line going down the block. And when the headliner uh, came through and uh, we, we were direct support, so when we got off stage and the headliner got on, everybody actually left the venue and the headliner was furious. And the reason we packed out that show, and I know it was our fan base, was because um, we actually made content for the show to promote that show. So specifically, what content do we do? We got a film crew together, we went into a parking garage, we recorded like a little story video of like it, you know, I don't, I don't care what someone thinks of this, whether they're okay with drugs or not, but it was, it was funny with the video. Like we had a fake drug deal going down and they were trading bananas for a uh, it was a reggae band, so we traded bananas in the case instead of like drugs, and it was being traded over for uh, a copy of our EP, uh, our new EP with like the album art and everything. And it was like, it was it, we we kind of like dipped our toe into humor, a little bit of comedy, but also like the other toe is into like just entertainment. And I think it's important to realize that people don't go online to buy shit or buy your ticket or like sign up for your show. They're just not. That's not why they went on to Instagram. That's not why you go on to Instagram. You go because you want to be entertained. So if, if you have somebody you're a fan of and they make content that's entertaining, like a video like that, and post it, and at the end of the video, after you're done entertaining those people who watch the video, and it just has a little call to action at the end that says like, hey, this is a big deal to us, come see us at this show. You know, we're excited to kick it with you guys. That sold out a show for us, and we that was probably the biggest money-making gig we ever had. Um, so I'm talking tactical stuff. Like that is something specific that we did in the past that really helped. That was something we recorded put, and then uploaded to Facebook uh, video and then also to uh, YouTube. And then on, on Facebook, um, you know, we could post that link everywhere and the video would just pop up inside the comments and stuff. Um, you guys, does that, you know, you guys have any ideas regarding like what content to put in an Instagram like story or a, if you're a band, like, Adam, you're a DJ, so. I would say if you're nine days away, hire someone that's good at film and editing, mm -hmm. and do something like Tim did, you know? Be, be funny, you know, cause controversy, do something. Make someone talk, you know, about it and share it. I think Andrew, you know, people that share content quickly, you know, this is how it becomes viral. And bands, it's not easy, right? Like, there's a lot of bands out there, so. I would say, you know, just, Cause a ruckus. <laughs> Do something that makes people talk. That's that's my advice. Yeah. Yeah. Just be weird. Yeah. You know, Austin's all about being weird. So the weirder you are, the <clears throat> more you stand out. I feel like a lot of artists that are getting big these days are just people that are very strange. Mm -hmm. They always have whether it's their style, their hair, their tats, or the way they, or you know, their choreography or their music or their style. There's always something that stands out. You know, that kind of like represents them. Besides like your generic like SoundCloud rapper, 
you know, like little punk figure. But like, <laughs> you know, just be be different and uh, always try to seize every opportunity. You know, yeah. Don't be afraid to go out there and, and if you want something, make it happen. You know, go to the venues in person during the day, talk to the venue owners, tell them you want to get on a show there. Ask everyone who does who does events, who will book me for this, who book me for that. Pay for promotions to get your music out there. You know, something I do, people pay me, you know, 50, 100, $200 just to post them on my story. And all I gotta do is post a flyer or post the link to their music or whatever. And it's, you know, something that can really help you grow your fan base and yeah. your audience. So getting a promoter on board to just post like, yeah. you know, poster once in a while, or just like a, paying them to even just make a post that asks people, their followers to follow your page. Exactly. Like that could be something that will pay off in the long term rather than just for one show. Yeah, exactly. Or if you have a show, you need people to come, have someone else promote it for you. If you can't bring enough people yourself, yep. then have someone pay someone else to do it and then you can take all the clout. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, don't give them credit, be like, hey, this guy helped me promote, but don't be like, oh, this guy brought all these people. Right. You, know, you want to make yourself okay. You bring people because that's what's going to get you booked. So that's going to get people want you at your shows. And the more times you fill out an event, you bring people, then the more recognition you get, the more people you can make connections with, the more other venues and events. You know, next thing you know, you're going to be on tour. Yeah. So you just got to, you know, never slow down. So you have a <laughs> sequence. You have a sequence that I've noticed on Snapchat. Yeah. When you are about to make show announcements, I noticed you don't go straight to posting on your story on Snapchat or Instagram. You don't just post your flyer that asks people to go. I hype it up. That's not what you do, you hype it first. Can you run people through what that looks like? Because I think it's perfect. So I'll post like footage from past event and I'll make a little snippet and I'll be like hyping it up in like March 7th we have a huge showcase going down. I'll show like some like shots of some girls drinking. So, so slow down so because some of these people haven't actually seen it before. That's true. So legitimately it's a post it's a it's a story post on your Snapchat uh, profile and it's a text post only text only that uh -huh. says check out this show that yeah. went down last year on July 30th. Yeah. Whatever, right? And then I'll, I'll show So in this case clip. it would be a text that says like check out South our footage from South by last year. And yeah. then and then the next post would be footage of last year's South by set yeah. they played somewhere or pretty whatever. much just the highlights and after that I'll be like we have another huge event going down on this day screenshot repost I, it's supplier. another that's another text post only yeah, that says post. that that says and we then, have another one coming up yeah right? and, then I'll, and then I'll post another text to usually change the background color make it look a little different so it looks nice and then I'll uh, post it and I'll be like you know screenshot and repost the next flyer and then I'll have the flyer up and then the screenshots will be through the roof you know so right because they know they know what to expect to have the screenshot yeah because you told them screenshot the next post and before that you made them want to do it which is the whole point it's the hyping portion and this is what I'm talking about people didn't go online you have, onto to, your sell, Snapchat. You have to sell the event before they even see the flyer if yeah. you just post the flyer they can be like, okay, that's cool. But yeah, like if you yeah. show everything and hype it up and like they feel like they already saw like a, a sneak peek of like what that's gonna be like and it gives them in their mind, like they start thinking about it, like wow, that looks fun, you know? They you need to make magic. them wanna go first yeah, before exactly. you invite them. I'm sorry, but I don't go, I don't say yes to a show that some or a party that someone invites me to if I have no idea what it's gonna be like. Yeah. What am I what do you always do when someone asks you to go to a party? What do you do? You start asking details, like, alright, how many people what are you guys gonna have? Are you gonna have a keg? 
All right, is it BYOB? Yeah. Where is it? Is it okay. 18 and up? Is it, is it at a house? Is it at a venue? Is it at a mansion? Is it at a yacht? Yep. Party and boat? Like, what's thank God for when Andrew throws parties, the answer to all those things is yes. <laughs> <laughs> one, one or the other. But yeah, at least one or, one or several of them. But, but point being like, People ask you questions when you invite them to a party because they're trying to get an idea in their head if it's if, if it's something they want to go to before they say yes or no, right? It, this is basic communication skills, and so if you just post a flyer, you're just giving the invitation without building an image of what it's about. And of course, the answer is going to be no because they don't know what it is. They don't even know what you're inviting them to. So the whole point here is to be to be empathetic to the fact and realistic about the fact that you have to be the same online as you are in person. This is it's very simple, but you have to think about it that way. And that's how you have to do your invitations. And also, when I first started doing events locally here, no one would do a flyer. They just send out invitations and post to the story. I got a party swipe up. Yeah, I was one of the first people to make professional graphic design, like well-edited video previews, and I was the one who really originated this in the Austin scene for like the underground parties. Yeah, and then everyone else has been doing it since. So like now everyone does it, and you really got to make yourself kind of you really got to make yourself kind of stand out. Yeah, you know? so I, I think you mentioned uh, swipe up function. So. Snapchat has swipe up. A lot of the artists on this lineup aren't gonna have snap. By the way, those uh, those ideas we just went through, obviously you can do on Instagram stories and Facebook stories too. So don't just- You can just, only have swipe up options on Instagram. You can only 10, have swipe up on, on Instagram. After 10,000 I mean, sorry, followers. on Instagram after 10,000 followers. Um, but on Snapchat, you have swipe up, so you could do that. Um, if someone doesn't have swipe up function because they don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram, how could, what's the, be- Adam, I'm curious what your thoughts have a, are. Have a what's the URL. What's the best way to get oh, someone to, to click over to a pre-sale ticket link through Instagram posts? Well, if you don't have swipe have up, right? A, you have to have a business Instagram to have a swipe up function. Okay, so you're using your, your so band or uh, DJ yeah. profile. Okay. What okay. I mean, 80, 80% of Instagram users have a business profile now. Great, so hopefully everybody is listening. If you don't, fix it. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. So and it's, and it's an easy fix. You could just switch it over. You just literally like you go lose to ed- all your followers. edit settings and yeah. So you don't lose your following, like you said. Yeah, you, yeah, just, you just gotta get approved by them, that's all. Right, so, how, so Adam, run through like, how would you, uh, how would you make a post that gets someone's attention, right? And then how would you frame it in a way where it's gonna, it's gonna motivate them to go click on a link? Where does that link go? And how do you make sure that link is clickable on Instagram? Because a lot of the links that you put, you put a link inside of an Instagram post, it's not clickable. It's not. Okay. So right. you know what I mean? Yeah. You so, only so the only way to do it, the only way to do it is using a swipe up function. You no, know? you don't have swipe up on Instagram with so less here. than 10,000 followers. Guys, the bio link is the only link, clickable link you have before you have swipe up function. And before, uh, other than the bio, like the bio link is the only clickable link. You the can only put clickable link, what I do is I have a short URL yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll have it custom where I can set it to be the name of the event or the name of my band. Okay. So like, let's say I'm a band, my name, my band name's, uh, pussy liquor, you know, whatever. Sure. That's the name of our band. I'm gonna have it at, I'm gonna have the link. It's gonna be www.eventbrite slash pussy liquor. Anyone types that up? I'm sorry. Eventbrite as soon as you said that, liquor, you know? as soon as you and said that, Adam looked over at Akash <laughs> like, is she gonna freak out right now? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought of that. I'm a, I'm a fucked sure. up person. So, but, again, rewind. Not everybody's done this before. 
How do you shorten your link? What website do you use? You can use, there's various websites. You just go on Google, you type in URL shortener, and there's okay. like 100 websites. Great, so just choose one. Yeah, choose Great. one. And most of them have custom options where you can make one or randomly generate it. It'll be like a, like a shortened version. So let's say you have a really long character link like that goes all the way across your search bar. Yeah. You can shorten that down to like maybe 20 characters. Yeah. You know, really short. Okay. You can actually customize it and make it whatever you want. You know, so I, I do it with the name of my event. So let's say I have an event called Vibrate, right? Yeah. I do eventbrite.com slash Vibrate. Anyone who wants, I post on Instagram, well, no, I don't have a swipe up function, but they're gonna see on the flyer the link's right there, and anyone can type that in, because it's super easy. Yeah, but if I just shortened it, it's not yeah. nine million but if I, I just copy and paste the link in there, it's gonna be like a thousand characters, and everyone's right. gonna be like, I can't do that, you know? Yeah. So you make it easy for So people. since it's not clickable, you're working around it by yeah. making it short. It's, it's not the best, swipe up's better, obviously, but it's the best you can do if you don't have a swipe up on Instagram. Okay, so, so and just set that goal to hit that 10,000, you know, but until <clears> then, that's what you can do. Great, okay, so thank you. So that's a great way for us to work around this on a show that's coming up in nine days if you don't have 10,000 followers. Yeah. So how, Adam, if we have a, let's say we have already have the shortened link, and we we already made a uh, Eventbrite uh, event for this show, so there's a $5 pre-sale ticket, and what these artists are gonna wanna do is to be able to get their friends and family to get be able to skip the line, you know? So how do we get that in the hands of these people so they can skip the line and stuff? Because I really wanna help our, showgoers, you know, not have to deal with the South by madness. <clears throat> so one thing you could do, uh, piggybacking off of Andrew, uh, you could use Google UR, URL shortener and it gives you analytics based on how many clicks. It's oh, really cool. Awesome. You it's could, free, right? you could, yeah, it's right. It's free. You could implement it right in the uh, Instagram story post. And I like the idea of Tim saying, you know, push them to the about me link because that is the only link you actually have to use. It's the, it's called a bio, it's the link. The bio link, bio. Yeah. It's a part of your uh, profile. You have to go into edit settings for your profile. And then underneath like the name of like your Instagram handle and all that, you have one website. It says website. It doesn't have to be your actual website. Obviously you can put any website in there. So that's where you would put the link and then what I'm getting at is I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, I think the best way then, but then you have to get people to know that the link is in your bio and what the link is for. So that's what you're gonna do now is, is make posts that are entertaining, that grab someone's attention on Instagram stories and on your Instagram feed. And what the end of all those posts need to be is, uh, you know, once you've, once you've hyped the event, like we were talking about with Andrew a minute ago, um, with videos, pictures, whatever, of previous stuff that you've done. Now people are interested, now they're intrigued, and now they feel like they trust you to throw on a good show and that they would wanna go. Once they're excited, then you're gonna invite them with a call to action is the normal marketing term to go to your link in the bio to buy their $5 pre-sale so generally speaking, that's what I would say is the best way to do it. What are your thoughts? Anything you would add yeah, to that? Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing <clears throat> you can do if you don't have a swipe up function on Instagram. What you could do is you could utilize screenshots and you could have a bunch of people screenshot and show that live at the door. That's one thing I've seen them do in Chicago. Okay. They'll, they'll use it as like a flyer, like if someone hands you an actual physical flyer, they just use you know the digital media nowadays and say screenshot on your phone, save it to your uh, favorites and show that to the doorman That's and a, get get a percentage off. You that know? is a great idea. I'm glad. So I'm gonna actually implement that on our next show. Yeah. But for this one, um, South by Southwest, you know the venues they don't want to have a lot of different promotion things going on all at once because 
they're already so worried about security that they just don't want to have too much complication. So right now we have a link and that's what we're working, working with. On Facebook, every link that you post and every, every, every post is clickable, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're all clickable. Yeah, or if you really want to get deep in it, you could have them go to a specific link and then that link could take them to a, a page that you know gets them an email and yeah. they can screenshot that email. That way you could see them kind of going through a little bit more than just one screenshot, you know? Yeah. You're kind of bringing them into your like ecosystem. That's another thing I've seen, you know, bands do in the past. Okay. Like an Eventbrite link or even also, another Also another thing, <clears throat> yeah. if you want to build yeah, your following, just get business cards, get flyers, like actual print up flyers. Go around UT, go around Austin or whatever city you live in and just hand it out to people, Yeah, you know, get them interested, tell them a little bit about the event. Yeah, like busking downtown, like literally yeah. playing a set outside and putting out a chip jar, so you pay for it, and then you just pass out flyers yeah. for your next show. Like, if, like Adam, he does lift. Every every passenger that comes to his car, you can tell them, hey, I work with Transpose Vapes, this is my vape company, do you vape? If they do, you know, I can get, get have them follow him on Instagram or follow him on Snapchat or, Get a 10% off on his juice for being one of his customers. You can do that with your with your bands or your, your, if you're a DJ or if you do events or whatever. You know, there's a lot of things other than just purely social media, yeah. but everything kind of ties into itself. You know, because right. people you meet in person will be a direct kind of interaction, which I feel like is kind of like the best way to get people to want to follow you. You know, if you yeah. meet someone in person, like, hey, follow me on Instagram. They're just gonna be like. Done, you know, they're gonna follow you, yeah. But like, follow for a follow, too, works really yeah, well. But you on know, social media, you're not guaranteed up. everyone's gonna follow you, you of know? course. It's, yeah. it's not a direct interaction, so I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't really do as much anymore, yeah. But I it's still really effective, you know. You know another thing I just yeah. thought about right now, you know, if you're playing a showcase at South by Southwest, for example. <laughs> You should network with the bands you're playing with. Get to know the headliners in other genre fields. Get to know the bartenders. Get right. to know the people right. that are going to be at that show. Go to the actual venue before you yeah. perform a day before. relationships with everyone. Exactly. Yeah, you know? go to the venue before and start inviting people who are already at the venue. Exactly. To come to your show that night because they're, they're probably going to be there anyway. Create a mini street team, you know. Hire four of your friends. Like, go to FedEx, Kinko's, or UPS store and print like 100 to 3,000 flyers and just pass them out. Make make someone excited to come to this show. Do something that you've never done before. Maybe hire someone that does backflips or like fire yeah. dancing. I mean, I don't know, I'm thinking outside the box, but I've seen a lot of bands do a lot of cool stuff. Blink-182 is a good example of that. They, they had little people on skateboards, first time I saw them, going through hoops of fire. I mean, That's so cool. when can you ever say that you've seen anything See, like okay, that? See, okay, so that ties back to what I said before about this video that we made to promote that show. We went into a parking garage, pretended to do a drug deal with bananas and, and, and CD albums. <laughs> like, Blink-182 apparently had skateboarders jumping through fiery rings, like, same shit. They just made something entertaining to prove that that's what they're good at. And then they put it in front of people, and people said, damn, these guys are entertaining, cool. Let hey, me see what else. hire some stilt guys for the event. That's a good have idea. some people on stilts. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> juggling, juggling. You know what, Andrew, well, yeah. I used to work at House of Torment, which is the haunted house in Austin. Yeah. I know all those people. Like, we can get a bunch of people on stilts. <laughs> that would make that would be cool. Imagine people on stilts outside marketing our event, getting all the people, all the crowds outside to have our our doors stand out from everyone else. That's a great, oh, you know what else I'm gonna do? Uh, so I actually saw this yesterday when I was downtown. 
Uh, I'm gonna get one of those giant blow up, uh, you know the guys wacky that have like, inflatable two men, inflatable wacky dudes that are <laughs> like, yeah, they're like 20 feet tall. I'm gonna have one outside of our event too. It's, oh, it means nothing at all. It's just hilarious, and it makes oh, you, it's an it attention grabber. It's amazing. Yeah, it makes you wonder what the hell is going on over there. You know, like Sixth Street's gonna have shows all up and down, and we need to do something different. Get, so get like go-go dancers dancing in the window. I mean, like, I'm sorry to say, it works. You know, it, it does. does. It just does. And Andrew can contest this. This works. You know, yes. you go across Bat Bar. Who do they have in the window? They have go-go dancers, and they're friendly and they're smiling and they're interacting with the people that are walking on Sixth Street. I mean, it's so busy in South by. Southwest, you have to grab attention, you right? Know? So there's another thing too. Uh, this is a pretty general marketing concept. Sales, if you're into that, um, but every band that's DIY, independent, what have you, needs to know this. Framing is really important. What I mean is, framing is like the way that you, uh, the way that you. Oh, I, I don't know. Lack of a better word, it's the way that you frame the converse, like the statement you're making, so it comes off in a different kind of a way than what it might have otherwise. So. So like when you're making a post about a free show, it's really easy to say, hey, come to our show and then just have it mentioned maybe that it's free somewhere on the flyer. But the problem is you're not squeezing all the juice out of the fact that it's a free show. Why wouldn't you instead say, remind people that you're offering them a service. Hey, I'm, hey my band is called Right Minded, for instance. It's one of the bands that's on this lineup. I would say, hey, it's right-minded. Want to let you guys know we love you. You, uh, you know, we love Austin, Texas, and we're, you know, we're, they're not locals, but if they were to say like we're locals too, and we just wanted to share some love with our fellow local Austinites, we're throwing a free show that you can go to if you don't have a wristband or a badge. Uh, and I know you're going to be hunting for shows. We, we, we're hosting a free one. We just wanted to show some love to you guys. And what you're doing is you're outlining the fact that you have something that you're giving them rather than saying, hey, I want you to give me your time and attention. You're saying, no, I'm giving you something free, something exciting and something fun you can do. So this is me giving you something rather than me asking you for something. It's just, you're framing it different. Instead of saying, hey, come to my show, it's, hey, I'm giving you a free show. Can't wait to see you there. You see what I'm saying? So that's, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just phrasing, it's just framing. It's not, you're not changing anything about what you're doing. You're offering more value. You're just offering, yeah, yeah, you're just changing the conversation from, I need you to. Here's a gift for you. Here's a gift for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Find a buddy who flies drones. It's the best thing you could do to build a really cool video really quickly. Find, yeah. find some Instagram models with over 10,000 followers that live in your city and tell them they'll get you and their friend a free ticket if they post a flyer for a week on their story. And maybe they get, uh, you're buying two free drinks. Exactly, yeah. You know, what's that cost you, 10 bucks? How many Instagram models are there? Like, tons. Everyone, every girl that posts photos themselves is an Instagram model these days. How do you, so, how, do, how do you get a hold of them? How does someone get a hold of you? Just message them or find their email contact. Everyone has a business profile with either phone number, email, or you can just direct message them. I would argue email is almost the last route that I would take. Oh, I do all three. I would just DM straight up, and then I would, I would DM them three times in one day, but not all at the same time. Uh, I actually disagree with you, Tim, because uh, in a professional standpoint, the influencers in our vape industry, yeah. they don't like DMs because they get flooded with them, okay. but they love emails because it takes a while to find it. Right. You know, you have to like 
go to their YouTube page from the link on their, you know, about me bio, and then find on the bio of the YouTube page, their email. So you really have to do some digging, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, that's a little golden nugget for you guys. If you really want someone's email, like a YouTuber's email, it's right in their about me section. No one realizes this is an about me section in the channel. Sometimes it's deep in the description of the videos that they post on YouTube. Angie Foley taught me that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It helped me out too. So, so that's interesting. Okay, so I hear you. So, in your industry, that's what you've seen. What oh, I, of course. What yeah. I found is that I check my emails way less often than I check my notifications or my, you know, my DMs on Facebook and Instagram because a notification pops up uh, and it's it's more interactive throughout the day. It's updating constantly, whereas my email, it's already, I have so many unread emails. I have over a thousand unread emails that I know I'm never gonna open. So when I get a new email, I don't even know because the number's already so high yeah. on the badge app icon on my screen. So like, I've been missing it. Now I'm just speaking for myself, none of the ones like that. Yeah, but I think course. there's gotta be other people out there. So the point is, Adam might be right. Start with the email. Yeah. I might be right with other people. Start with the DM. Like I would just say, go with Andrew. Go with both. Go with both. Just go with all of them. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. If you're serious about getting an influencer on board, I can get them all. Because you're guaranteed to get a response. Yes. I DM people, email, no response, give them a phone call, and answer. I'm like, hello, is this Paul Watts? You know, and then we call on me, have a good conversation with them, it builds a way better relationship than just texting. But some yeah. people don't like that, so you gotta gotta feel it out. You know? Yeah, I mean, you remember, you're asking them for help, so you gotta do it the way they want, exactly. and just be available and easy to work with. However, it is they want. You're not gonna know, so you just do everything and see what they do, and reply quickly. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Exactly. Uh, we got nine days left, so uh, I think the okay. If we were to go down the list, the most important things would be one. Oh my God, go into the Facebook event page and invite 500 friends and family. It's literally a free tool called Select All on Facebook. There's no plugin. (laughs) It's directly on the site. Is that native on the site? Yes, they they implemented it on the site now. Oh, thank God. Okay, so invite all. Literally, that's all it says. Great. Okay, so you spam all your friends. um, Step one. (laughs) Step two. But, I mean, the ones, the real supporters will show up. So that's, it's a good first step. Do that. Buy them a free drink or something, man. Out of your own pocket. It's worth it. Because it's a referral game. All, all they have to do is tell two more friends, and guess what? Yeah, tell them if they bring five <laughs> you friends. You have six people out of one if, person. If they bring five friends with them, that's six people total, then you'll buy them a drink. Their friends don't expect a free drink from you. They expect to be entertained. So, you're, you know, so all you're doing is you're telling one friend, if he brings five more people, you buy him a, what, three, four, five dollar beer? Totally worth it. Five of your friends do that, you spent 25 bucks, and you have almost 30 people? At your show, there's 29 people at your show. 30 exactly. people at your show, and it costs you 25 bucks. Plus, maybe some of their friends will bring more friends. Yep. And once you have that many people at the show during your set, there's people coming in, coming in off the street. So, I mean, that alone, right there, just texting people, hey, I'll send, I'll buy you, you know, I'll buy you first drink if you can bring a couple, you know, five of your friends with you. This show means a lot to me. That alone will pack out your, your set. Yeah. Um, but if you do Facebook, Insta, uh, Facebook invite all. On the, for the event. Number two, uh, send texts and calls to everybody after you do the invites that they already know this invitation's coming. When you invite them, you can be like, yeah, it's in your inbox, check your Facebook invites, I already sent you an, uh, an invite. Third, um, this one's pretty obvious, change the Instagram bio link, the link in your bio on Instagram, 
to be the Eventbrite link or the Facebook event link, whatever it is. Change um, your profile picture on your Facebook page to be the event flyer. To be the flyer, yes, Facebook uh, profile picture. And then you got to post inside the event too. Oh, of course. That's one thing I think everybody fucks up, right? Like, you got to entertain people inside the event who are saying they're interested. Why do people click interested? Because they're interested and they're still trying to decide. So you already have those people on the fence. They're ready to say yes. You got to like put entertaining content. You don't have to make new content for the Facebook feed, uh, event feed. You can just, the stuff that you're posting on your page yourself and in your stories and everything, you can just take the same content and post it inside the, yeah, the event feed. Exactly. You know? And then interact with the other artists and stuff. The more conversations that are happening in there, the more times people are going to see in their notifications yeah. on their Facebook and Instagram that people said something inside that group or that event, right? Yeah. So then people are like, oh, it's top of mind. Now I'm thinking all the time, like, oh shit, the show is coming up. Everybody keeps talking inside that event. Okay, it seems like people are pretty excited about it because everyone's talking inside of it. Maybe I should go. Then people are starting to click from interested to go. Exactly. Also, once you're at the event, hand out business cards. Have a social media card with like all your social media handles on it. You know, just talk to everyone, get everyone's Snapchats. When you do your performance, shout yourself out. You know, just try to get your name out there because you meet a lot of people that you don't know that don't know it, that don't even know you. You know, yeah. you want to make yourself more known. Um, and just every person's a new opportunity to build a, an extra person on your fan base, you know, so. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Andrew, if somebody wants to come to one of your parties this year, where do they go? Just go to my Snapchat or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, which or is all one. Andrew Foley 1001. Look how easy that is, you guys. <laughs> you guys just came out, we just released an updated website for your vape brand, so how do people find you and they can purchase if they want to check out your vape juice and all that? Yeah, just like Andrew, we're pretty uh, transparent. Everything is at Transpose Vapes and hashtag Transpose Vapes. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Google My Business, LinkedIn. I mean, literally, we're exactly like him. Everything is at Transpose Vapes. And I, I think- Cloudy, I think, even has a page too. Claudia has, Claudia is the cat over here. He, he's, he got uh, like 6,000 likes for having DJ headphones around his neck on our Instagram page. I saw that just the other day. How many, dude, that was ridiculous. How many likes did you get again in like the first hour? He got a total, he got a total of like uh, 18,000 for the three, for the three photos. On your, your transpose Instagram or? 18,000 likes, dude. In, in, we what? posted him three times in three different poses. Yeah. The first day I moved to Austin, I took those pictures of my phone. That was so funny to watch It was 2015, November. It's crazy. Was there anything, any uh, final thoughts you guys you want to throw to a band or a DJ or an EDM um, artist? I really like what Andrew yeah, said. You know, put your... One thing that really gave us a lot of success early on, we put our Snapchat code directly on our product. And the Snapchat code is huge because it's... It's big, bright yellow code, and it's very appealing. So if you put it against like black, or you put it against like another really contrasting color, people want to scan that, you know? And people that are in a young demographic, I mean, even like, I would say like 24 to 35 is, is a good demographic. Like they will scan your Snapchat code, you know? And of course, you know, you know, below that demographic is a good market. And you know, Instagram has a little code now too. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of that, you know? Yeah. Print that out, if you're gonna do flyers, do a Snapchat code and an Instagram code, you know? Make and it as simple as possible for people. And put it on your album covers, put it on oh, of course, all yeah. of your flyers. It's a really good point. 
people are already showing that they want to follow, they want to support you when they buy your products. So you might as well put your social media tags on there too. Yeah. Interesting. All right, and give away thoughts. free music. <laughs> give away free music. Yes, yes, agreed. Don't agreed. be scared to give away free music. Honestly, do don't it. be that guy giving out like a mixtape and like a CD because I feel like when I put that in my computer, it's gonna be a virus. Sure <laughs> you just wait. Get... I'm sorry, my Mac doesn't even have a CD. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't had one before. since I graduated high school. It's been six years since I had a CD-ROM drive in my computer. So. Mine has one, it does not work. <laughs> <laughs> it's broke, is there a CD stuck inside your computer? No, it just doesn't work. It's just like, it, I don't know, I think it just shit on itself. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, don't don't pass out CDs. They're you know good. what's a good idea, Andrew? Maybe them giving flash drives away. If they could get bulk flash drives with like their EP on it, and like hand a business card and a flash drive, it's also, a little bit more you're, professional. You're, you're better off just giving like, uh, you're better off just getting some printouts for Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, and just having a code to get a, you know, a free download for their song or a free, you know, whatever, and have that, have that for every person. You just hand them out because no one, no one wants to plug in a flash drive or do any of that. It's not going to market. What you want to do is you want to have something easy. They can just pull out their phone, pull up Spotify, type in the code, bam, got your song. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Spotify is a good. It's a good. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting excited to start marketing uh, Maverick Music on Spotify. They just opened up a, an ad platform that's easy for independent people to do their to promote their band and stuff. Like you can put together. It's basically like making a commercial on the radio, essentially, right? Because it's an audio um, uh, distribution platform, but it's uh, their their prices are really low, and you can reach like thousands and thousands of listeners with fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, so if you make your yeah, CD Baby has a, um, a uh, uh, something like this. They were talking about um, how to do it. So anyway, if you're interested in that, check it out. Well, thank you guys for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Good luck, guys. Can't wait to see you guys perform. Keep and up the hustle. Don't give up. And if you're an artist and. Uh, you need more tips on things like this or just found it interesting uh go to mvrkmusic.com sign up for a free artist account um our mission is to just help uh independent musicians not need to sign to a label and give away some percentage of their future ownership of their music that's going to make them hopefully millions of dollars someday to somebody for work they haven't done yet so uh we're just trying to help everybody have the tools resources and knowledge they need to be successful and stay independent. Um, so go make a free account. And then if you want to come check out our show, we'd love to see you there. My name's Tim. Come say hi. Give me a high five. Uh, and it's uh, March 7th. We're kicking off South by Southwest on 6th Street at the Nook. Oh, yeah. Follow me for the, all the parties. Andrew Foley 1001. Andrew Foley 1001 for there all the go. parties. <laughs> I can, I can, I can second that too. And everybody smokes in the in the music industry. The I should change this flavor from inhale to exhale. It's the best shit. Check it out. It is amazing. Yeah, I'm totally cool with this plug, by the way, because I I believe in it so much. Like, it's uh, it's insane. Like, I I've been trying to quit smoking cigarettes for so long, and uh, it's been tough. I, as a musician, you go to every show, and someone's smoking in the back. It's a great way to talk to people. <laughs> anyway, I I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up. But yeah, we'll uh, talk to you guys soon.